Money can't buy you love, but it damn sure can buy you a Super Bowl. What's going on, sports family? It's your favorite two grown-ass men, Mike and Jamal, with Two Game Sports Talk. That's two grown-ass men. Good day to you, Mike. Say what up to the sports family. What up, sports family? What's up? We got another really, really good topic for you. Jamal, let's hit them off. What we got? Yes, sir, Mike. So we, we all know in the NFL, it is a copycat league. So my question to you and the sports family is this. Can the Rams... Repeat what they've just done. They built up a franchise now that is, uh, let's let's be honest with you, they done paid for this Super Bowl, man. It's been five years in the making, Mike, but I got to ask you, can the Rams sustain this type of uh, run? And can they continue to take the same approach with uh, the draft versus paying, paying higher guns? You know, I think, um, no, they can't sustain it for a long period of time right like we've seen it the, the dynasty days in the nfl outside of what the patriots had are is over but you can push all your chips in the middle of the table and maybe have a three four five year run at this thing where you maybe have a chance to win maybe two championships and that's what they've done so you know, I think short term, yes, they can. But long term, I don't think that's a strategy that, you know, you can have for success. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you this, man. On a surface level, it appears that, yeah, the Rams, they you're right. They push their chips to the middle and they go all in for players. But when I look deeper and I look at the uh, their approach, they're doing three things right. And actually four, if you really want to dive a little bit deeper. They got the right GM with the right mindset that Les Snead has been with the Rams since 2012. And so he has a proven track record. Now, of course, the former head coach, um, who we need not to mention his name, Jeff Fisher. Jeff Fisher, we'll do it. Go ahead. Let's just go do it. Throw it. Jeff Fisher in the 2016 draft traded up to get Jared Goff. And needless to say, he didn't have that same type of success that McVay had with him. McVay did something that probably most head coaches don't do. He got there and start building a winnable future. And so the four things I think they did right, they got the right GM. They got the right head coach. They brought in the right QB. And and, and I, the, the other thing is that their balance between supplementing the draft and in free agency, they actually do it in a reverse order. Most teams, they, they you know, they build their team through the draft, whereas the Rams, they build the most important pieces through free agency. And, you, you know, I don't see how anybody could ever deny that because this, it works for them. And now we understand that teams will copycat that and try to do the same things that the Rams doing, but they have a good 
they have a good front office. Uh, and clearly, McVeigh and Les Need, they're aligned. Um, and, and let's need, let's not act like he didn't do this for Jeff Fisher. Cause Hey, they traded up an awful lot and they had to make a decision because remember that was the draft that Carson Wentz came out of. And it was the kind of battle of the quarterbacks. And I'll say this because a lot of times Jared Goff gets shitted on, but <laughs> you gotta know, we gotta realize this though. The Rams were in the Super Bowl in, um, 2018. And that was, of course, McVay's second year with the team. So I do believe they have a damn good head coach. We know that QB didn't necessarily work out um, in in Jeff Ball's favor, but he got to the Super Bowl. So what do you think about that approach? I mean, the one thing that sticks out to me about their approach is they will be okay. They are fine spending big money on proven commodities. Right. And so they'll forego having a first round draft pick or a lot of draft picks because those are unproven in the league. Right. And so you think about how many teams. um, Hell, we talked about the 49ers last week. How many teams draft a player in the first round that don't even contribute their rookie year? You know, and so think about if the Niners were that close away from getting the Super Bowl. What if instead of drafting a quarterback, they drafted somebody that would have actually impacted that game, you know? And so you're getting more money for your bucks. I feel like from a value of their roster standpoint, they spend the biggest dollars on proven commodities. So like a Odell, you know, a Ramsey, you know, these, these free agents, you know, Stafford, what have you. And then they don't necessarily spend on first round draft picks, which, it's worked out for them, you know, because you can still build your trenches through third and fourth and fifth round draft picks and um, and it's worked for them. So, you know, it makes sense, but it, it also you get caught up in this. Well, how are you building for the future if you if you're not, you know, if you're not going into draft and all that? But it has worked for them. It really has. Yeah. And matter of fact, under uh, under, uh, the, you know, McVeigh's tenure. He's only he's only missed the playoffs one out of his five seasons. Like it's crazy. His first year That's they impressive. were yeah. His first year they went eleven and five. The next year Super Bowl appearance thirteen and three. It's it's insane the uh, success that he has. And it's so funny that you know, when you talk about you can still build your team and with later round picks. And you know, like I said, I got to throw that out there. This is my one of my claim to fame. I was so high on Cooper Cup, man, like just coming out of college when I watched him. And, and, and I'm glad you've given me my roses now when I said that Cooper Cup is Jordy Nelson 2.0. And when I saw him, I was like, please, Niners, please draft him. Now, of course, people will say, oh, you're saying that in hindsight. No, I got the receipts to back it up. I, I'm going to tell you this now that when people see how proven Cooper Cup is, Theoretically, he would have been a he would have been a first round draft pick. I was ready for my Niners to draft him with the first with their first round draft pick. And then when he uh, when he fell to the second round, I'm like, it's coming. It's coming. They got to <laughs> know what they're doing. And then the second round passed. And then the third round, I was like, by now, I'm like, what are these teams thinking about? Cooper Cup is and I don't care what anybody says. Race aside, because if he was black. He would he would be the best receiver in the league. 
like Cooper Cup is one of the best receivers in the league right now, hands down. Hands down, hands down. The dude is ridiculous, ridiculous. And I mean, to look at that team, it almost seems unfair, right? And I almost feel bad saying that because what if Odell had come to Tampa Bay, right? So you look at what he brought to that team to be able to free up where you can't double team a Cooper Cup or you can, you know, you can't, you know, they're tight end. I don't think he was doing all that damage he was doing until Odell got there. So he like opened up the whole offense. And then you bring back a Cam Akers who was fresh and running hard at the end of the season. Like that, that, that offense is so dangerous. It's ridiculous. And, um, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting to see if it do they push push their chips all in the middle of the table again because you got the coach. You know, he he's kind of hinting at retirement. You got Aaron Donald saying, "I'm only coming back if they bring everybody back," which is um, a smart move. I love which that is buddy. a smart move. Then you got you know Odell. He needs a new contract and and uh, Von Miller. So if if they bring that nucleus back. Barring injuries, I mean it's the same thing. Same boat Tampa was in last year. If you don't have injuries, they could they could make a nasty run again next year. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know what? It, something that you um when you start naming off those uh the the players that are on the Rams offense, and and you know, I wanted to chime in and say that most of their players, and, and I know we always call out the big free free agent names because it does make sense, you know. Oh, they they're they're putting all their chips in and paying all the you know all these top name players, and really honestly, the the reality is that really they're just drafting good. They're supplementing the right players, the right fit for their style of offense and defense. Because here's the thing: Tyler Higby was drafted in the 2016 draft, so with Jeff Fisher still there. So guess what? He's still with the team. Uh, unfortunately, he got hurt. He couldn't play in the Super Bowl. But oh, just can you imagine? Like you said, barring injury, man, these they, they went back to the greatest show on turf. Now, the real uh, Ram fans know about that. The greatest show on turf. Like uh, one of the things I want to do is interview these new Ram fans and say, hey, so you know who the greatest show on turf is? They'd be like the 2021 Ram fans. <laughs> but seriously, though, Mike, the um. You know, I can name off a ton of players. Florida State, Cam Akers, like you said. Uh, Henderson, they drafted. Cooper Cup, you know, uh, Rap, they drafted. So, you know, this idea, and I can get caught up in it, too, because being a 49ers fan, I want that same success that the Rams had because McVay hit the ground running, you know, draft-wise, yeah. personnel-wise, free agency, and then you got a GM to back you up. I hope they. I hope Aaron Donald retires. I hope McVay retires. <laughs> Me too. But the question, the real question is, like you said, this is a copycat league. What teams are best poised to implement this same strategy and, and can be successful at it? Man, so thanks for asking that. Um, I was hoping that when I asked you, <laughs> you would have some teams. But I think one of the teams that's going to try to do it because this is just their MO and they never they never succeeded at anything. And I hate, you know, we 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 shitted a lot on this team. <laughs> they went from, you know, uh the Redskins to the football team, now to the commanders. They're going to try that approach and it never works. They've tried it before, actually. Remember when it was that in 2000 when they brought in 
uh, Dion. They brought in. Well, who else was it that they? Uh, Bruce Smith. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was ridiculous. It, it, but it, but it was everybody. It brought, brought in like four Hall of Famers on the last year of their contracts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and what, what you and uh, he's like, uh, Dion. Remember that call, man? I Ray Ray. I got that feeling, Ray. You got that feeling. (laughs) But yeah, I think the I I think the the commanders, they're going to try it. It's not going to work. But when I think of a team that will be uh, successful at this approach and it's just going to be interesting, I I, I think they possibly may have the right head coach to do it and the personnel to uh, attempt it. Um, I think of the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. I think they have the quarterback to try and do it. I think really honestly what they're missing, like this this season, they were trending in the right direction until it exploded or imploded, I should say. I think they have the right team to do it, the right draft capital. They're in the Sin City. Who doesn't want to go to Sin City? You know, say a couple of Hail Marys and you'll be okay first, though. You know, I, I kind of agree with that one, but I'm going to go out on this limb and, and be a homer. I think Tampa Bay is best suited for it. I think we already have a championship nucleus. If you can keep most of it together, some of it you can supplement in the draft. And I honestly think if we push all our chips in the middle of the table this offseason and go get Deshaun Watson – you're talking about a whole different ball game because mm, I'm going to just go out on a limb and say it. If this man was guilty or what have you, or they had the evidence to prove it, this case would be in trial or he'd be in jail by now. We're like on the second year of this thing. So I'm feeling like he's probably going to be able to play next year. And if you put plug Deshaun Watson into that offense that Tampa Bay has with the weapons it already has, maybe you maybe you um, maybe you draft a wide receiver in the in the draft, and and you know if Chris Godwin isn't healthy, you know maybe you let him go. But the nucleus is there, the defensive nucleus is there. We've been drafted well. Um, I, I think we are ready made to you, if you get a quarterback, you know, a generational quarterback like that, that's another three, four year run we could make um, at, at another championship. And it it really shakes up the game. Uh, I don't know that we'll do it, but as a fan, that's kind of the drum I'm beating right now is let's go get Deshaun Watson. Yeah, that was an interesting take. And and I'm glad you represented your your team being a homer. Because this actually fits Tampa Bay's style. That's what y'all are doing. You know, yeah, yeah. Always bring in the big free agent names, and I always ask this question every time you do it: Where the money coming from? Where well, it's it coming from. It's coming from what we would have given to Tom Terrific. So, <laughs> hey, we all above board. Ain't nothing shady going on down here in Florida. Mike, you can tell that's your profession because every time that I hit you with a very valid question, financial question that does make sense. Like where the money coming from? (laughs) Always got it out. (laughs) It's funny, man. God, God rest his soul. Uh, Vincent Jackson, when y'all brought him in and I'm like, holy, like Vincent Jackson was at the apex of his career. Yeah. You know, 
y'all, y'all, and, and I commend you for, you know, I hate on it a lot because, you know, my team, they go and get them, but, you know, not saying it always pans out for you. Cause I remember y'all went and got Deshaun ghosting from us. We did. We did. And we got David Boston. Remember him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Roy, Roy yeah. rage. Um, exactly. But yeah, you, you guys do. Um, and, and you know what's interesting about you know you, you using uh Tampa as uh that example. Um, you guys already got a very hellacious defense. What what was interesting though is and I got you you'll know more about this obviously than I do. If you can keep that coaching staff together, I think that's a real big deal to be, be yeah. able to make that run because technically you guys are really only a quarterback away. Got the and to me, I think that's why the Rams kind of strategy fits best with Tampa Bay right now, because Tampa Bay had, like you said, we're basically one quarterback away and it's a win now. Right. So we don't have the NFL is not about rebuilding. Coaches don't get five, six, seven years. You know, you've even mentioned before you felt like every NFL coach should get, you know, four to five years. They don't get that anymore. So it is a win now. And so you need to be in an organization that's got the GM and the ownership is behind. What do we need to do to win now? You know, we got a three-year window. How do we maximize that three-year window um, and keep trying to maximize that three-year window each year? I think that's been our MO. We, we you know, we kind of got tired of losing. And you've seen it, like you said, through the draft and free agency. We put we 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 built up a team, but now we're that one quarterback away. I'd be good with Deshaun Watson or Aaron Rodgers <laughs> because yeah, okay, either so- one of those you plug either one of those on our team. I mean, we become we we are literally right back top three teams in the NFC all over again with with a really solid quarterback. Okay, so so let's stay on this track real quick. Um, so similar to what the, uh, Rams did, you know, they gave up, uh, what a lot of, uh, uh, NFL pugnants would say, uh, the, the farm, they gave up the farm for Stafford. What would you be willing to get for Aaron Rodgers knowing that, Hey, look, there's no, there's no, um, there's no real truth to how long he's going to, uh, stick around in the NFL. So knowing that, what would you give up for him if for Tampa? For Aaron Rodgers, it's a lot tougher because <laughs> I think he's only got one or two years left. I would give up a whole heck of a lot more for Deshaun Watson. Now, you can negotiate and say, well, he's got this media PR problem and all that, so maybe you can negotiate it down a little bit. But I would absolutely give up one or two first-round draft picks for Deshaun Watson. Easy. Yeah, yeah, but I'm pretty sure it's going to cost still more than that. Um, but I, I, mean, li- I like how you, I like but, how you kind of, kind of uh, dodge the question. I was going to well, stick you, with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is your guy. What are you giving him? <laughs> Wait, is Aaron a free agent? No, he's not no. a free agent, right? No. So I got to give up some, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. I'd give up a first this year, a second next year, second and a third next year. Mm. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I I, I could understand why. I, I, I think the 
I think the driving price, of course, for Green Bay, I think it'll be probably a minimum of three first round picks and some other other yeah. just because you know they, they you know he's under contract. It's Aaron Rodgers, but you're you're right. Like the 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 difference, there's a huge difference because Stafford, he's still young. He's still right. got a good eight years left in him. Right. Um, I, and I, I just don't I, I don't see giving up that much for a player that's only going to be on your roster max two years. Um, I would, but I would potentially give up three first rounders for Deshaun Watson. Yeah. You've been on this Deshaun Watson. Uh, for- I, 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 you know, the funny thing about it was and you and I've talked about it for a minute. I was actually pushing Deshaun Watson to the Dolphins when Flores was still there. And and I said if he could, if he could land there with that team, they were seem they were doing everything so right for you know for a while. If he could land there with that team, oh my gosh! And somehow they messed all that up. Um, but now I'm looking like okay, if we could actually get him because I I don't believe I can't see him going back to the Texans. But if we could actually get him with the weapons we have, we have the weapons to entice him to come. Right. We've got the offensive line where he won't be taking the hits that he took when he was in Houston. Right. Because we built the offensive line so that Tom Brady doesn't get hit, even though he did, you know, against the Rams. Um, he's got he's got a winning defense. He's got like the pressure isn't going to be on him to carry us, even though he's a generational quarterback. Like if I was him and Florida got no state income tax, just like Texas. Well, that 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 accounting in you just it just spills over all the time. <laughs> Come and get the bag. Come and get the bag, man, <laughs> dude. So yeah, yeah. I, okay, I like it. We're gonna we we're gonna keep a watch on that that uh, situation. See how it unfolds because inquiring minds do want to know like where is he going to wind up? Um, oh man, I, I'm praying that it's not with the Rams. Like the Rams just scare me so much about what they're willing to do to continue to win. And, and I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of praying on the fact of, of course, when a team wins the Super Bowl, um, what happens is everybody wants their money. Everybody wants to get paid. They're the reason why they won the Super Bowl. So, you know, I always kind of like how it gets broken up, but it's the Rams, even if they lose a player um, through free agency. And it's LA. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, LA's a, uh, LA's a fun city. Nobody wants to admit it. You know, I know the traffic's bad. I know, you know, the smog is bad, but LA, you know, quiet as kept is a very fun city. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So, and the food is great too. <laughs> Roscoe chicken and waffles. Shout out. Ah, oh, man, <laughs> it's overrated. <laughs> I've had better. <laughs> Well, Mike, hey, thanks for the analysis. Thanks for taking me back down memory lane with the Rams. Hey, Rams fans, congratulations. You won the Super Bowl. To the real Rams fans who are in St. Louis, (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Your team left you, okay? Family. If I was, you know, before you say that, you know that. That's gotta be real. That's gotta be tough, right? If you a Rams fan, basically you don't you don't got dumped by this team, and they'd have moved halfway across the country. 
and now you're on social media and you get to see that they live in their best life without you. That's got a thing, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like how you always put this in a kind of relationship type of uh, <laughs> example. You, you, you know, because I remember when our previous shows, you're like, I'm not doing well, sports family. Right. <laughs> it's like my girl broke up with me. Yo, what, what I tell you is, is that's a good way to look at it, man. That's sad. That is so sad. I mean, you, when you right. go back and you, when you what go did back they do wrong? The, when you look at the highlights, when they had Marshall Falk and Tory Holt and Dick Vermeil was the coach, and it was like Kurt Warner throwing all these touchdowns. It was like so much fun, you know. You looking like it was the best relationship, and then they left, and now you see them out in L.A. Out in L.A. where all the stars are, and then they winning and winning at home, and like I feel bad for the Ram, the the true St. Louis Rams fan. Like you said, that's that's gotta be painful, bro. Man, I Mike, I feel like we're gonna start something because I feel like somebody's gonna be like, Well, if you know your history, you know your sports, <laughs> they started out at the LA Rams. We know you, that, okay? We know that. You but right. I will say this, Mike, is I I just feel like, you know, in another five to ten years, you know, they're like the traveling circus, man. They're gonna go, you know, plop up somewhere else, man. And then they're they they gonna want that old thing back. <laughs> Yeah, go man. back to St. Louis and win again. I, I know, right? They're like, I want you back. <laughs> Baby, <I'm laughs> but real talk, real talk, would you take them back? If you was a, if you lived in St. Louis and say the Rams out in LA said, you know what, it was good out here, but really it, it ain't what it's supposed to be. We want to come back to St. Louis. We want to come home. We miss Emo's pizza. We miss the fried ravioli. We miss, you know, Nelly and you know and, and all those that 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 holds uh what was it? I like how you do it right there and see St. Lunatics. We want to come back. Would you welcome them back? Man, sound like they got that good. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, nah, I wouldn't. You know, I'm I wouldn't like, either. You no, know, me, I'm I wouldn't I'm, even. I'm bitter like that. I'm like, nope. No, we yeah. had a good thing going and you ruined it. You ruined exactly. it. Exactly. I'm with you on that one. No, stay, stay out now. Stay your ass fashion. in California. <laughs> California. All right. <laughs> hey, sports family. Well, that's just the that that's just a taste of how goofy and silly we are. You know what I'm saying? Like we could go on for days about this. Mike, again, thanks for the analysis. So hey, it's a hung jury right now. You know, we know that the Rams have the potential to still win. It really depends on who they bring back. So I hope they don't bring back Odell. I hope McVay retires. And I hope Aaron Donald retires in the sunset. He deserves it. All you guys deserve it. Rams fan, you deserve it. You want fair and square? Go spend time with your families. Go spend. There you go. <laughs> Our year next. 49er fans, we up next. First family, that is a wrap. Have a great day. Peace. Peace.